Many people would assume the halachas of challah are pretty simple, that you take a, uh, you have a dough, and you take off a small piece, you wrap it in foil, double wrap it, put it in the oven, you burn it, and shalom Yisrael, you have just accomplished hafash challah, and there's not much to learn more than that. And you will find that the halachas of challah are are uh, exciting, there's a lot of depth to it, it touches upon many different sugas and shas, the halachas of brachas, tahara, eretz yisrael, chutz la'aretz, gezeras, bliyas, there's so many different uh, halachic topics in the halachas of Rafashas challah, there are many different angles you could come to it, a woman who is uh, putting away dough for the next few months, does she separate challah now, does she separate later, you have companies making dough and selling cookie dough. Do they do a fresh challah when it is not being baked off as bread at that point? There's so many different halachas. Samir Tashem. As the shiurim continue, you will see there's a lot of depth, a lot of lambdas, and many different applications of these halachas. Let's start from the beginning. We'll start from Chumash, where the Torah describes the mitzvah of challah, the pasuk, in the end of Parsha Shalach, says like this: Dabra Abnei Yisro. This is Parak Tezva, Pasuk Yeches. Dabra Abnei Yisro. Remarkable. Vayachem el Aretz. When you come to Eretz Yisrael, Asher Ani Mevi Eschem Shama. So just by the way, in Hilchas Chala, every single pasuk here, every phrase is going to have ramifications in halacha. So right away we see the first pasuk is describing that the mitzvah is Vayachem el Haaretz. When you come to Eretz Yisrael, next pasuk Vhayu Ba'Acholchem Milechem Haaretz. When you're eating from the Lechem Haaretz, you see Lechem. So we know already from Hilchas Chadash, Lechem means Chameshes Minit Dagan. Those things are Chayav and Chala. It also has to be Lechem. Tarimu, Truma Lashem. You have to separate a Truma to Hashem. Chazal tell us it doesn't mean you give it to God. You give it to the Kahanim. We'll assume the Kahanim are, are uh, the Shluchim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But either way, you separate Truma to the Kayin. Reishas Arisa Sech, in the beginning of your dough, the first part of your dough, Chala, it's called Chala. Tarimu, Truma, Ketruma, Zgairin, Kentri, Moisa. The same way you separate truma from your wheat, so too you uh, give chala from your dough. Throughout the generation. So this is, in a nutshell, the psukim of chala on a very basic level. This is one of the matnas kahuna, one of the gifts that Klaus gives to the gives to the kain. The most uh, classic gift is truma. There are many other gifts we find in the Mishnayis, in, in Chumash. These are the, one of the gifts you give to the Kayin. Interestingly, what's unique about Chala is that unlike truma, or let's say uh, other, you know, when you slaughter animals, different parts you give to the Kayin, truma was seasonal. Once a year, you harvested your grain, winter wheat, spring wheat, Hilchas Chadash uh, reference. But it was a once a year thing, it was an event. Challah could be every single morning you're making pancakes for breakfast, depending on the size of your family, you might need to do a fashas challah. It was, a, it was an opportunity on a daily basis to constantly be reminded that we are supposed to support the kahanim, the kahanim who did the avod in the base of and Chazal tell us they were the ones that taught in the yeshivas, they were the tamid hachamim, the paiskim. So constantly reminding oneself to support the tamid hachamim and the kahanim of his generation. So it was a, it was a unique, unique mitzvah that every time you're making a dough, you're baking challah, you're making chocolate chip cookies, you would have to do hafreshah's challah. So as we said, the Pasuk says, Bevayachem el haaretz, when you come into Eretz Yisrael. So the way we know from the Mishnahist, again, there's a Masechta called Masechta's challah, and it's in Seder's Ram. So the mitzvah der is only in 
Eretz Yisrael. As the Pasuk says, Bivayachem El Ha'aretz. What about Chutz La'aretz? So we're going to see, the Ramam tells us, and it's based on the Gemara's in Shas, that there's a mitzvah of Hafrashas Chala, of separating Chala from your dough, even in Chutz La'aretz, Midivrei Saifim, it's only Midivrei Saifim, Midivrei Why? So that people shouldn't forget that there is such a thing called hafrashas chala. Taisvis in Kedushin is bothered by the fact that we don't have a takana on truma. Nobody separates truma in chutz la'aretz, only, only in Eretz Yisrael. Why, why don't we have this same takana of shaloy tishtakach? So the answer is that chala is, is separated from the ground, meaning truma, it's your backyard when you're harvesting. So you only harvest, only when you're harvesting in Eretz Yisrael. So we could say there's a a reason why one would say this is only an Eretz Yisrael mitzvah, as opposed to chala, and we're going to see some of the halachas, chala is more of a chi of gavra. When you're about to eat, depending on where you are, if you took flour that was grown in, you know, wheat that was grown in Europe, and you made a dough in Eretz Yisrael, you're chai of chala in Eretz Yisrael. You're not, it's not based on where it was grown, it's more of a chi on the person, and therefore, the Toysus points out in Kedushin, that is why you have a dindra on chala called Chalas Chutz Now the question is, in Eretz Yisrael today, let's say you live in Eretz Yisrael, I live in Yerushalayim, when you do Afrashas Chala, is that a Chiyiv Daraisa, Minat So you would say yes, it says B'vayachem al when you come to Eretz Yisrael. However, the Gemara Nida, the Gemara Nida Daf Mem tells us that B'vayachem tells me the Bias Kochem, when everyone is in Eretz Yisrael. And the way we understand that is at least, you, you, you at least need Roiv, Rubai Kakuli, you need Rav of Kla Yisrael to be in Eretz Yisrael. And since we do not have Rav Kla Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael, halacha is that Chala, the Chiv of Chala, Chiv of Afrasha, is only going to be a Dindarabanan. This sugya is found in several other places. Halachic ramifications today, Trumas and Maisurus in Eretz Yisrael. Shemitah, this coming up here, Tavshin Pebe is going to be Shemitah. Is Shemitah Deraraisa, Bismanazeh, or is it Dirabanan? You have many different ramifications in halacha. Can we rely on kulas? What if you have machlekes? What if you have a suffix? So many hold, no, it's a deraisa today in, in Eretz Yisrael. Many hold, no, it's only the Rabbanon because you do not have roiv yoshveha Allah. You don't have most of Klai Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. So the question always is, what if we do have most Yidin, let's say one day, most Yidin will be living in Eretz Yisrael. Everybody makes aliyah. And you'll have more than 50% of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael. So the question is, at that point, would it now become a Deraisa? It's a fascinating question. We're going to assume that it still won't. Why not? So there's different uh, ways to understand that. First of all, you have a suffix. How do you know that most Yidin are going to be there based on a, uh, you know, a Pew uh, study? How are you going to know, really? Additionally, many learn that, as the Gemara points out, even Vimei Ezra, by the, the building of the second Beis Hamidosh, did not have Roiv of Klai Yisrael there, and therefore it could be that you don't have the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, Bismanazeh, of the Binyan Bayesheni, and therefore even if most of Klai Yisrael would be there, it would not count. Additionally, if you look at the Gemara in Erechin Daflamet Beis, the Gemara there is talking about Shemitah and Yoivo, it describes you need to have that people know the Yerusha, that they are divided properly. You know, you have to know where your Shevet uh, is not simply to be in Eretz Yisrael, although most places can say that does not apply to the halachas of Chala, but you can start seeing why we're going to assume that in Eretz Yisrael it is only a din de Rabbanan. So, either way, whether you're in Eretz Yisrael, whether you're in Chutz Laaretz, the concept, the mitzvah of Chala bezmanaseh, we're going to assume is only a mitzvah uh, de Rabbanan.
So the first question we have to ask is that, okay, you told me that there is a mitzvah of challah, and we're going to get into some of the details. Is it really a mitzvah? What is the mitzvah? How much do I separate? So I have a dough. We did not describe how much dough you have. Let's assume we'll go with the five pounds of flour that everybody knows, although we'll uh, debunk that in a later shear. But let's see, you have five pounds of flour, and you made a dough. Halach is you need to do hafrashas challah. So how much should I separate? So you have a seemingly uh, contradiction. You have a seemingly you have a contradiction in Rashi. Rashi tells us in two different places on the pesukim. So one pasuk told us it says that kitshumas goyrin came to rimoisai. They have to separate it the same way you separate truma. We know by truma chita achas poteres esakri. One wheat gets you gets you truma on the entire. A silo of grain. So all you need is a small, the smallest amount, a mashahu. However, when the Pasuk says, Titanu Lashem Truma, Rashi says, it needs to be a sheer nasina, a nice gift, a sizable amount. So what's going on? It doesn't mean the first Rashi, Kitruma Sagairen, the mashahu, a small amount, uh, you know, a quarter gram of dough, or maybe no, sheer nasina has to be a nice sizable amount to give to the Kayin. So the Mizrahi and most of the Achreinim uh, and Rashi say, nah, the second Rashi is just an asmachta. Halacha is, all you need midaraisa is to give a mashu, just like truma, as the Pasuk says, kitruma sagairan, kain tarimu aisa. That is the standard approach found in the Acharyan, and that's really how we paskin. However, there's a Naidi Behuda, which is quoted in the Pesachet Shuvah, so anytime you learn a Sugi in Halacha, there's always one or two Naidi Behudas on that Sugi that you have to know. This is one of them, the Pesachet Shuvah quotes, the Naidi Behuda says, I'm going to tell you something no one ever said before, but of course this is found in the Mepharshim on the Rambam, they say the same thing hundreds of years earlier, Toysfus Rid, and the Naidi Behuda says like this, that midaraisa, there's two dinim, there's two mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah of, which is a matir, to lesake in ha'isa, to fix the dough, and that helps you with a shear of a mashu, the smallest amount. And then there's a mitzvah of nasina lekayin, of giving to the kayin, that needs the shear nasina. So it could be today, when you're not giving it to the kayin, it could be you don't need this, uh, this bigger amount. That is the opinion of the Noyed Yehuda. It also sheds light on that question that we, we, we uh, mentioned quickly, is hafrashas chala a matir? It's simply a way for me to eat. Perhaps shechita, shechting an animal is only a matir. You want to eat a cow, you have to shecht it first. But maybe there's no real mitzvah to go now, take a knife and just find chickens and shecht it, versus maybe challah is a mitzvah. So the Neid Buddha says it's really both. There's the matir that allows you to eat it, and then when you're giving to the kain, there will be a mitzvah of nasina. We'll get to this when we get into other discussions. You're baking bread for a non, you're baking bread for McDonald's, and no Yiddish should ever be eating that. So the question is, do you need to do our fresh challah? No one's eating it, so you are not eating it. You don't need it to be a, a matter. Is there still a mitzvah of hafashas challah? We'll get to that question as well. At the end of the day, to conclude this year, we spoke about the mitzvah of challah, hafashas challah. There was a discussion what the minimum size shear is. We're going to assume, as the Shulchan Aruch says, based on the, the concept of truma, that a mashahu suffices on a derivice level. All you need to do is give a small amount. However, what needs clarification is how come everyone knows, every uh, Beisiaqa girl is taught in school that you have to give a kazayas of dough. Where does that come from? We're going to see that the Mishnahis never mention a kazayas. So where does this minog of burning a kazayas, of separating a kazayas come from? Can one do a smaller amount if uh, you're afraid, you know, Something might happen. So we're meant to show we're going to get to how we have our shear, what we do in our kitchens, Bismanazah.